everyone. My name is Maria Thomas, and I work for Allianz Research, the global team of economists, strategists, sector advisors, and foresight experts of the Allianz Group, led by Ludovic Subron. Welcome to Tomorrow, a podcast where we'll be talking about our latest analyses of economic and capital market developments, as well as our views on trends affecting risk management. Let's get started. developing world, the COVID-19 crisis triggered an unprecedented shift in public debt sustainability. Now, some countries face the risk of increased debt distress over the next two years. In this episode, we find out which ones are particularly at risk and why current debt relief initiatives are likely to fall short of their objectives with senior economist Celine Oziert. Hello, Celine. Welcome back to the podcast. Hello, Maria. So to start, can you tell us how the COVID-19 crisis impacted public debt in emerging markets? Do they see a different trend compared to more advanced economies? So the COVID-19 crisis triggered an unprecedented increase in public debt all around the globe. But we should remember global debt was already on a rising path before, well before the pandemic. But although debt increased almost everywhere because of COVID, This creates a bigger danger in terms of sustainability for emerging markets, but also for low-income countries when we compare their situation to advanced economies. And why is that? Uh, First of all, this is the outcome of their higher borrowing costs, which reflects weaker investor confidence after COVID, but also this relates to their heavier debt service burdens. This is why in the report we stress the growing divergence in the debt service cost between advanced and other economies. And just to illustrate it to you, a decade ago, the share of government interest payments in fiscal revenues was nearly the same, on average around 6% for these three group of countries. And since then, the debt service cost has fallen, has decreased for advanced economies, It gradually increased for emerging markets, and it more than doubled for least developed countries to reach 14%. And are there other reasons we should be worried about higher debt distress for emerging markets, particularly these low-income developing countries? Sure, sure. Despite the global economic recovery, which is already underway, we expect increased debt stress in the next two years in emerging markets and especially in least developed countries. Why is that? So in addition to heavy debt burdens that I just explained, those countries have very little fiscal space and their government revenues are structurally low. So this makes it difficult for them to engage large fiscal stimulus to boost their economic recovery after COVID, as we see in uh, advanced economies. This is exactly what they're doing. So we should not forget that ensuring strong economic growth is also a key component of debt sustainability equation. Otherwise, what happens? These countries risk being trapped after COVID in a low growth and high debt environment. So this is why actually low-income countries will need at least $450 billion 
in order to step up their spending in response to to sanitary crisis, to rebuild and preserve their foreign exchange reserves, and also to offset the long-lasting scars of the crisis. And in the absence of a comprehensive solution for relief, those heavy, heavily indebted countries uh, may significantly suffer from low economic growth, which would undermine uh, that sustainability down the road. Okay, and so which countries do you identify as most at risk? In addition to a large number of countries which have already defaulted or asked for debt relief, in the report we identify several weak spots for the next two years. Importantly, our top 20 riskiest countries include large emerging markets such as South Africa, Egypt, India, Brazil, as well as Pakistan. And also the African continent stands out as the most exposed region to debt distress and defaults in the near future. Here, Tunisia, Ghana, Mozambique, Uganda, and Kenya are the countries the most at risk. Turning to Latin America, uh, we identify as weak points El Salvador, Costa Rica, and Panama. And finally, in the Middle East, uh, Bahrain and Jordan, and in Asia, Sri Lanka appear as hotspots regarding debt sustainability. And so in this context, how do you evaluate the ongoing debt relief initiatives that are being proposed by the international community? Do you think these are going to help mitigate the risk that you identify? So Maria, the G20 Paris Club debt initiative was a step in the right direction, but its scope was limited because the framework only covered debt towards official creditors and it did not include emerging markets which also needed debt relief, such as Tunisia or Gabon. But also, however, we should recognize that that initiative had the merit of bringing finally China into the debt restructuring talks. But now as the crisis continues, the solution should focus on solvency problems rather than bringing temporary relief, I mean, addressing liquidity issues. So here, changing creditor landscape, where we see a greater importance of non-Paris club creditors, here I talk about China, for instance, or commercial debt, all this make it, makes it difficult to implement debt relief or restructure. So the G20 Common Framework, which aims at offering the same restructuring terms to all these stakeholders, it is in its early stages of being tested, for instance, in Africa with Zambia and Ethiopia. But so far, the implementation of this framework is disappointingly slow. And this is because of the complexities that relate to the creditor structure, as I described. So in the end, in the report, we use the expression kicking the can down the road because overall we expect neither a fundamental blanket solution nor a tsunami of debt defaults in the near future. So international community is likely to step in to bring the needed liquidity relief in case of stress, but without being able to offer an overarching solution. And so what exactly would this overarching solution be? What will really make the difference? 
So let me clarify that debt is not necessarily bad. So there is good debt and bad debt. So for instance, if a country borrows for financing infrastructure projects to raise potential growth, create jobs, or to achieve transition towards a low-carbon economy, this is good. But yeah, borrowing for financing recurrent budget deficits, this is dangerous. So therefore, countries first need to tackle the root causes of unsustainable debt accumulation. So in this sense, in general, over-dependence on commodity cycle, insufficient revenue mobilization, and sometimes corruption are the issues to address. In addition to this, proactive debt management and reprofiling of existing debt could also bring some breathing space to highly indebted countries. In this sense, in Africa, for instance, Benin and Ivory Coasts are following that kind of policies to lengthen maturities when market conditions are favorable. But in the end, I should say that when domestic financial resources are scarce, attracting foreign direct investment is the ideal solution to sustain growth. Actually, foreign direct investment is a more stable alternative to portfolio inflows and obviously to debt because it implies a long-term commitment from the investor. Uh, of course, attracting foreign direct investment is easier said than done. Uh, first of all, to do this, governments need to put in place the necessary policies to establish a predictable business environment and foster investor confidence. Okay, thank you, Celine. Thank you very much, Maria. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the full report we just spoke about on our website. We'll leave a link in the show notes. If you'd like to discover more of our research, you can also follow the Ludonomics newsletter on LinkedIn. We'll leave a link down below for that too. If you like the podcast, please send it to any of your friends who might like it too, and leave us a rating and a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. In the meantime, stay tuned for the next episode.